Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahirrabbilalemin ve salatu ve selamu ala eşrafil enbiyeyi vel mursaleyin Muhammedu Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem Teslimen kathiren kathira Fama badu My brothers and sisters Let me ask you a question If I ask you What do you think Is the greatest danger that you face Today, as you say, what do you think? Potentially, what is the greatest danger? Anybody quickly? Eh? Losing iman. Losing iman. Educated person. Mashallah. <laughs> what would normally, what, what would people say? Greatest danger is what? Right now it's COVID, right? Or it's cancer. Huh? Or now we are with this Kremlin uh, and, and Ukraine. It's a nuclear war, no? Yeah. Global warming. What will happen if somebody gets COVID? What is the worst case scenario? Right. He will die, right? If somebody gets uh, whatever else, you know, cancer or something, he will die. Of course, if he dies, if it's a person of Iman, he dies with Iman, inshallah, he is shahid, but he will die. Same thing, nuclear war. What's the worst case scenario? You die. Right? Don't worry about the world will not be, nobody will be able to live in this city for, you are dead, you don't care what happens after that, what do you know? Point being, at the end of that you will die. Okay, best case scenario, you don't get COVID, you don't get cancer, you are absolutely healthy, 100%, everything is working, whole body, everything else. At the end of that, what will happen? You will die. <laughs> huh? Regardless. Regardless, whether you get disease or you don't get disease, you will die. There is no, there is no doubt about this, right? So, what is the greatest danger then? The greatest danger. I want to listen carefully. I'm speaking to myself first. The greatest danger is disobedience of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Right? Losing Iman is the extreme edge of it. But any disobedience, sin, masya, greatest danger is to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy and for his forgiveness. With this, I want to start with that. But Allah is Allah. Allah is Al-Adil. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decides to punish, then what happens? This illness, this sickness, this world, the rahat of this, the, the benefit of this, the problem of this has an ending. Right? It has an, it, it can't go. Imam Ibn Taymiyyah, he said, I, uh, what do I worry and why am I afraid of my enemies? I'm not, I'm not afraid. He said, if they imprison me, it gives me time with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in khilbah by myself. If they beat me and torture me, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive my sins because of the pain. If they kill me, I become shaheed. Khalas. He said, if they deprive me of food, I will fast. No problem. So what is there to fear? What I remind myself is, what is our attitude towards sin? See, all of us are sitting here with masks. Why? 
Why? You know and I know scientifically, scientifically speaking, 99% of the masks that you are wearing are completely a waste of time. It's just, a, it's just blocking your air, nothing else. That's not going to keep any, any virus out. If you think it's going to keep that piece of paper? No. Psychologically, we have been, this will happen. Why are you wearing it? Because you do not want this negative effect to come into your life, right? I mean, another way of interpreting it. Forget the Now, my point is, what is our mask against sin? Do we have a mask? Do we have a mask against sin? Against masyat? What are we doing in our lives to prevent being infected by that? Because, they, as I said, the worst case scenario of getting infected by the COVID corona uh, uh, virus is death. In this life, inshallah, shahada, so I mean, uh, in, jannah, inshallah. But the worst case scenario of sin is the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And don't worry about saying, oh, but you see, I'm a Muslim, I will stay in the hellfire only for a little time. That's what the others said. Huh? Our cousins, that's what they said. Even if we are punished, we will be punished for a short time. I remember somebody asked uh, Muhammad Ali Rahmatullahi, the boxer, about punishment in hellfire. He said, light a candle, hold your hand over it. Let me see how long you hold it. <laughs> Very simple. He said, light a candle and hold your hand in the flame. Let me see how long you hold it. You are talking about the fire of Jahannam. Huh? If we cannot even bear the burning of a single little candle, what is the question of Jahannam? With Jahannam. Rasulullah said, a person who has everything in this world, every single thing, and just try to imagine, what does it mean? Everything means what? Everything. Money, he's got money, whatever you desire, right? You may have money, you may have this, that, power, authority, you know, you are the king of a country, you've got gold like you can't, you name it. This person has everything. But did not have Iman. He dies. He is literally... Rasulullah said he will be dipped into Jahannam. Just dipped and brought out. Just like, I mean, how long does it? One second, right? Dip. And he will be asked, what was your life in the world like? He will say, I have no idea. Everything is gone. Khalas. That one dip of one second in the Jahannam is enough to wipe out everything that he enjoyed in his life. And the converse, a person of Iman, he suffered all kinds of suffering, you name it. And he is dipped for one second in the Jannah and he's brought out. He said, How was your life? He said, Wallah, Allah. How was the pain? I have no idea. Because he's, this Jannah is so beautiful for him. Eh? The biggest danger. I remind myself and you, let us be very, very clear. Think about this very seriously. Alhamdulillah, this COVID has been such a big blessing. Min Allah ta'ala. Wallahi. Seriously, because for, for the first time, human beings, especially Muslims, suddenly woke up that they can die. Rasulullah told us this 1400 years ago. He said, do not even believe that you will be able to draw a breath from this right shoulder to left shoulder. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullah. And I will not be able to finish my salah. If you die in that state, alhamdulillah, beautiful because you are dying in salah. But I am saying that Nabi said that even this do not have a faith and believe that this can happen. There is not one single thing which I am telling you which you haven't, which you have not heard at least 50 times before. Yes? 
Nothing new. Did I say anything new? Nothing new. But it didn't strike us. Only when this COVID came, suddenly, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people are dying. People are, people are dying every day for all, <laughs> for all kinds of things. What is the sudden? But suddenly we became conscious. Oh, Allah, I can die. Of course you can die. Who told you you are not going to die? I can die. That, that's news. Subhanallah. So it's a good thing he did, right? I mean, at least woke us up. So he said, now, if I, if I know suddenly I woke up, okay, I can die. What must I do? Try to ensure that when I die, not if I die, when I die. That when I die, that I am good with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That my line with Allah is clear. And since I don't know when that can be, we have to be prepared for it right now. Not wait, not, not tomorrow, not, not tomorrow. We don't know any about tomorrow. We do not know about tomorrow. But today, now, this I am sitting here, I know I am here. Will I get up and go home today? I don't know. I do not know. So let us, just one single point. The greatest danger that faces us is sin, is masyad, is the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let us look at individually in our lives. For each one of us, it will be something else. Let us look in our lives and say, where am I disobeying Allah? And believe me, my brothers and sisters, you don't need any fatwa from Mufti Azab of something. We all know what we are doing. We all know what is right. We all know what is not right. I don't think there is anybody who is living in some, this great state of doubt and, oh, I don't know. No. If you don't know, you ask because, alhamdulillah, we have scholars available. Go ask, 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 ask somebody, whoever you trust, you ask. But we know. Clean it out. Clean it out. In our businesses, in our lives, in our families, the way we speak, right? Sometimes, sometimes we, our, our mouth, the Mr. said, he held his tongue. Uh, this is the beauty of the narrators of the hadith. May Allah bless them. When they narrated the hadith, they actually emulated and, and, and acted out. So they held their tongue like this. In the, in the between the two fingers, finger, the, the index finger and the thumb. And they said, Rasulullah said, this will take more people into the hellfire than anything else. So we need to guard this tongue, what we say. Think before you speak. No, no, no brain and tongue online. No. Batch process, right? Think, is it something I should say? What is the consequence of saying it? What is the consequence of not saying it? And if the consequence of saying it is hasanat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alhamdulillah. If it is a doubtful thing, don't say it. If it is obviously, if it is something which is sayyat, if it is sinful, of course, obviously don't say it. So let us do that. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jala jalaluhu, to open our eyes before our eyes are opened. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to fill our hearts with his khashiya, which is the shield and which is the protection against Masya. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the haqiqat of meeting him the, the sole haq in our lives. May our whole life be focused by looking through that lens at whatever comes in life so that we are seeing whatever is in life in the lens and through the lens of the meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalla Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give all of you Ramadan al-Kareem in good iman and good health and time and free time and the tawfiq to be able to fully maximize every minute and second of it to make this the best Ramadan of our lives.
جزاكم الله